Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And welcome to Take the Elevator this Monday. We've got a really cool lineup for those who are not used to our format on Mondays or new to listening to us. Welcome. First of all, thank you for tuning in. What we do on Mondays is we really go around the national days that are celebrated and we let that rule our outline, if you will. And so we've got some really good days that are lined up. Actually, we're going to go ahead and start with the 20th, the first day of spring. Oh, yeah. It is official. Actually, here in Southern California, we had some rain. Yeah, it rained on the first day of spring, which is cool. Yeah, because the sun following it was amazing. The sunshine was bright. The air is crisp. It's clear. I enjoyed it. We were out and about, and it was a good time. Yeah, and where we are in uh, Southern California, the wind is kind of blowing through, and it's just cleaning up all the debris and the muck. So we're just really (laughs) enjoying this wonderful spring day. I like that word, the muck. The muck. Yeah, so we're going to remove some of that muck and talk about the first day of spring, also sharing a day of happiness. And this is international, actually. It's not just an American thing. Oh, okay. So for our listeners in your favorite country right now, Malaysia. Oh, I have lots of favorites (laughs) now. I I have uh, Malaysia. I have Europe. I have... um... Oh, yeah. I even seen one in Africa. So that was very exciting. And then um, I think we even had one in Australia as well. So we're doing pretty darn good, man. And I'm really enjoying that. Yes. Hello to our friends down under. All over the world. I don't know if we have anyone in Finland, but FYI, Finland is known to be the happiest country on the world. Wow. Did not know that. Awesome. So hopefully we end up getting some people from Finland and maybe you can teach us Americans how to be more happy. Indeed. So just a little bit of history. This was started by the United Nations and a nonprofit group called Action for Happiness. And so the main message here is that progress is more than just the bottom line. It's more than just increasing that bottom line and encouraging economic growth. We as a people want to encourage that well-being and human happiness is just as important. So happiness pretty much means just feeling content and not faking your feelings, Mm. right? Because I know I've done this. I'll say guilty as charged when I've said and done kind of what was expected of me or what was going to make other people happy and kind of putting me on the back burner, So we've had many sessions, Corey, where we talk about happiness and laughter and self-care. And so that would all apply to this very important day that just passed on the 20th. Yeah. And I think it's important to make note that it's uh, an uncomfortable situation when you blindside someone or you ask them for something that you know they're not going to want to do or going to have a hard time doing. So if we can refrain from doing that act, I think that would add a little bit more happiness as well. Yeah, totally. Some of you guys may know that I am very into data. As much as I am a feeler, I love data. I think numbers speak. So I found some interesting data. I'm not going to overwhelm us with these numbers because some people just aren't into this. But (laughs) (laughs) it says that to become more happy, you generally want to spend about six hours socializing. And that's when you eat your highest levels of happiness. I thought about that when I thought, okay, well, there are people who are extroverted, introverted. So I want to clear this up. You can be both and still socialize. It's a matter of downtime, you know, re-upping by yourself or whatever that looks like. But they do recommend socialization. Can I pause you just for a second there? Yeah. So these are not facts. 
and I just want to make that real clear because I know for a fact, if uh-huh. I socialize for six hours, I will be burnt out and I won't have any energy left. So that's not mm. the rule for everyone. Sure. But I'm going to point out the obvious because you and I are very different that way. I can socialize for like three quarters of the day and be fine. and actually gives me energy. True. You're different. When you're talking about six hours of socialization, that could be being on social media. It could be your conversations that you have with me every morning for about an hour. Mm-hmm. You're socializing at work with the people you work with. You're communicating on email, teams, text. You're coming home. You're giving me a rundown of your day. You're talking to your mom. I think that easily equals at least six hours. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not just uh, hanging out with people and partying and celebrating and doing the most. It's just being with other people, communicating, listening, whatever that looks like. Another one, Corey, that I think is interesting for you and I is that five positive interactions for happy couples for every negative one. So if we have a negative interaction, then it takes about five for that one to continue to make us happy. Okay. I'm just going to ride this ride on out because I'm not a subscriber to these thought patterns. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not convincing you or trying to convince anyone. This is just what's reported. I find it interesting. Well, I'm going to share this last one. And it's a very odd percentage. 37%. uh, They say your happiness increases by wearing bright colors. But see, I love bright colors. (laughs) So, yes, this is very subjective right now. Anyone listening who is totally the way Corey is, it's just fun facts. Yeah, we need this, though. (laughs) This is healthy, guys. I just want you to know it's very healthy to hear this kind of stuff and be on one side or another or sometimes in the middle like, I really don't know, but maybe I'm okay with that. And I'm thinking Jen's okay with that. Just find what makes you happy at the end of the day. Every day. They say that having an animal and petting and stroking leads to happiness. And I think, Corey, can we agree to that? We can definitely agree to that. Good, because we have two puppies for those. And I call them puppies. They're dogs, but they're so cute and little. And they're just such a joy and definitely on my list for happiness. Penelope and Tallulah. Yes. Penny is a Chiwini mix. Tallulah is part chihuahua and a bunch of other stuff. Right. But it really does help me during the day while I'm working. At times they're in my office and not a lot of people know that because they're not loud dogs. You know, they're just playing and having a good time. And so we want to recognize that on the 23rd, it's actually National Puppy Day. Nice. And even more so to what you just said, I was not an animal lover as a teenager, young adult, and I didn't understand what the connection to fur babies were. Uh huh. But after I acquired two fur babies and they joined our family, what I realized is that they bring so much joy, so much happiness, because what they find pleasurable and delighting in their lives, so different from what humans do. And so if you just pet this animal take care of it, feed it. They are so loyal to you. 
and then you just find this bond and you want to spend more and more time. And so, yes, as an adult male, I found myself just drawn to my animals and wanting to spend time and talking to them as well. (laughs) Yeah, it's so cute when you do that. Yeah. So speaking of animals, that leads into our next topic, Corey. When you're on social media, you find things that make you happy. I've noticed that about you. It's not all the drama and all the negative things that are in the news. No negativity. (laughs) It's what makes you happy. So you shared a video with me with this girl singing. (laughs) Yes, that was the cutest thing I ever seen. So this girl is singing, and I don't know if it's her dad, her brother on a guitar, and they're singing about animals and the earth. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, if you watch that and it doesn't bring you a smile or it doesn't make you feel happy. I don't, you're just having a really bad day Yeah, because the joy in her face and she's such a performer and she, in the middle of the song, she hugs the guy that she's singing with and kisses him on the cheek. And the song really is about animals and their part on the earth. And they're really singing about taking care of planet earth. Yeah. And then she does this cute little role, you know, at the end of the song, and then she extends her cute little arms and her small little chubby hands. And it's just such a joy to see. So if you haven't seen that, we're going to post that on my Instagram to share. Uh, so that is going to lead us to another very important day. And it's the 21st. And on this day, we're talking about Harmony Day and poetry. I don't want to seem disassociated or not aware of the world we're in by bypassing a conversation that we need to bring up right now. And that is the bigotry and the racism that we see in our country, unfortunately, and the lack of harmony. And I'm specifically talking about the Asian American population. And it's just a sad moment. Sad isn't even the right word. It's disheartening. It's that that doesn't even begin. No. Yeah. It's maddening. It's infuriating. You know, there was, the news that happened in Georgia. And I believe there were eight victims and I believe four deaths from it. And it was just a a shooting uh, between two spas, you know, like massage spas. Right. Um, So of course our hearts and our prayers go out with those families and just with the community and our country, you guys, we need to be elevated in our way of thinking in our way of human interaction and our socialization, you know? Yeah. Um, can I jump in here? Yes, please. We've struggled with this issue for many, many, many years. And now we're compiling on top of the issue that we already had and making it even worse. And we're saying this is a race issue. This is not a race issue. Mm, okay. We are part of the human race. I seen this experiment take place and it blew my mind. This lady was talking to a pretty huge audience and she said, if you're a part of the African-American race, please stand up. So, of course, those individuals stood up. Yeah. Okay, have a seat. If you're part of the Caucasian race, please stand up. And, of course, that group of people that identified with uh, being Caucasian stood up. She then said, if you identify with being a Hispanic or being a part of the Hispanic race, please stand up. And so that group that stood up, stood up. And so everyone in their right stood up feeling like they were representing that particular race. And then she said to the entire audience, if you're a part of the human race, please stand up. And of course, everyone stood up. And then the light comes on and you realize we're all human and we're all a part of the same race. We have to get past this color 
and identity crisis that we're in and understand that we are part of the human race. And this is what's going to bring us together. I pause because that's something to really take in. I'm taking that in because we get used to everyday conversation and a lot of it is ignorant when it comes to races and the things that we stereotype. And some people ignorantly say things that they don't realize or some people think it's funny when they say these things and I'm guilty as charged. You know, I'm not preaching to anyone but to myself. And so even our thought pattern needs to change. Our conversations need to change and we need to stop the way we've been and change who we are and how we show up for one another. There's a poem that I wanted to share, just parts of it, because it's a long one. So this is written by a gentleman named Sri Chinmoy, and he is about human spirit and activation and being aware of the human race Mm -hmm. and that we're part of that one human race. And so he wrote a poem about harmony, and it reads like this. If you can create harmony in your own life, This harmony will enter into the vast world. May I treasure only those prayers that stand as champions of universal harmony. Look in the mirror and what you see in yourself, try to see in others. If you see perfection in your life, then see perfection in others. If you see imperfection in yourself and forgive yourself for your imperfections, then try also to forgive others who have the same imperfection. The experience of oneness in darkness or light brings about harmony. Harmony shall echo and re-echo throughout the length and breadth of the world when each human being values the beauty and divinity of self-offering. And then he goes on into the disharmony in the present world. Right. I love poems and I love that it's a national day. It makes so much sense because when I read poems, the writer takes you there about their human experience and their feelings. I get to step into that moment and share it with the poet as well. Right. And that's the beauty and the strength of words, right? When they're used positively, there's strength in words no matter how you use them. Yeah. And that's why we're so fanatical about your stories, our stories, because they connect. Yeah. And as much as I'm in the same mind frame with being in harmony, because harmony are multiple people singing on the same Mm. vibe. I'm so much of a proponent of unison because that brings us Mm. all together as one. And so we can push harmony, but I would love to see unison push just as as hard, if not harder. I love that concept. And unison elevates harmony, Mm -hmm. right? Because for those who don't know harmony when you're singing is the different voices at different ranges and octaves all blended together and it makes one beautiful sound. Right. Unison, Corey. Should all sound like one voice. Yes. Amazing. We're going to talk more about unison. You just sprung that on me, so I'm unprepared. (laughs) But this is the beauty of conversations and being social. You can open up to hear each other's perspectives and challenge each other for more and challenge accepted, you know, on the unison part. What does that look like? Yeah. We're going to talk more about that through future podcast episodes for sure. We're going to take a break real quick. You guys think about what unison looks like for you and how we can truly be united, be one voice coming together to make beautiful sounds. Every day. Every day. 
Well, two things that I want to share is on the 23rd, it is American Diabetes Association Awareness. And being very honest here, diabetes is a big part of my life. Being pre-diabetic and being on oral medications for it and having to be very aware of what I'm taking in and making sure that exercise and hopefully weight loss exists in my life because that's a big part of living with that disease. Here I go with statistics again in numbers, but they say that about 68% of people in our country don't realize that diabetes is very closely related to heart disease. And in our country, there's about 25% people who have diabetes and don't know it. And it's known to be a silent killer. Knowledge and education is key in any disease process that you might be experiencing. On the 24th, so the day after this day, it's education and sharing. And so we're combining the two right now. Mm -hmm. My first share that I'd like to give anyone is if you haven't been tested, get tested and just find out where you're at. For me, testing has always been a scary thing because I grew up thinking I'd rather not know. But I totally see the importance of testing and preventive medicine and practices. That's number one for me because if it's caught early, it can definitely be managed successfully. Some tips is just eat mindfully and learn to know when you're actually hungry or when it's a psychological desire to eat. Adding things to your diet like more fresh vegetables, whole grains, fruits, avocados, nuts, beans, and seafood. Those are all really good tips for someone who's diabetic using plant-based oil for cooking and, of course, avoiding fast food. Um, One thing I do want to say that my doctor shared with me is if you do have a craving for sweets, it's have a very small helping of it once in a great while. So we're going to go on into education and education and sharing. This is a wonderful day that's, again, on the 24th. And this was created by a rabbi, Menachern Mendel Schneerson. His purpose in life was to teach people that it's beyond academics. Learning and education is about spiritual awakening along with academic knowledge. It's about cultivating spirit and developing character. It's that education should be available for everyone. And it takes a village really to educate someone, right? It could be a mentor, your coworkers, your spouse, your friends, people that you look up to, spiritual advisors. I hope that's what we're doing this podcast, that we're providing education and sharing valuable information. I hope we're doing the same, Jen. And I just, you know, recall as a younger person that we used to rely more on that, that education of one another, assisting each other in learning how to work on cars and how Mm. to build houses, paint houses, take care of your family, raise a family. And I just feel like we've navigated further and further away from that and more into let's just go to school and let the books teach us everything. The books can teach you a great deal. Don't get me wrong. But we have a job and we're required by human nature to teach one another. And if we don't, we're failing each other. So I just really hope that we can start getting closer to that mindset and ideology of teaching one another, educating one another and assisting one another. Unison. Unison. We 
are back and we are going to wrap up our episode with a PS, a postscript, our final thoughts, and just uh, jump into how Jen and I are feeling about this episode and, and what it brought forth. Jen, would you like to start? I would. In preparing for this episode, there were a couple of other days where I said, man, I need to learn more about that. As we were talking about health education, uh, tuberculosis, Down syndrome, those are days that are being celebrated as well. So I have a challenge to myself to continue to learn. And I love what you said, Corey, because we can learn from books, from Google, for sure, pulling these things up. But there is nothing like learning from one another. I loved how the theme started with happiness. We talked about uh, the six to seven hours of being social. But again, I think the point was to be social to reach unison and unity, we have to learn how to interact with each other. We have to learn how to listen, how to glean from another person's experience, you know, and not think that, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Of course, they know what they're talking about. They've been through it. Right. You know, so it was a very spiritually deep moment for me while preparing for it and listening to it. And you sprung that wonderful concept of unison and did the whole elevation thing right there as we were recording. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just deep in thought and I've got so many questions and so many things I want to write down about the challenge. So as I was listening, I thought, how do we bring our community together? People we know, people who listen. And so I would just ask if, As you guys are listening to this, if you have Instagram, Facebook, if you can just please use this hashtag and let's get started with it. It's hashtag elevate and share. And it sounds so general, but it's going to be so key as we go towards the challenge and the goal of being in unison. I like that. And for me, my, my takeaway from this was I'm still learning and I'm enjoying the process of learning. I'm learning how to become more happy. I'm learning how to enjoy the unison and I'm also enjoying and learning how to appreciate the harmony and that's key for me because as a musician I think like that anyway Mm. but now I'm setting myself deep in the soil to be able to grow in that I'll say it like that I love that you challenged me on some of the data Corey and so one of the things like you I'm learning is Don't get so stuck. And I'm talking to me on the number. It's more the concepts. Like, what are they gauging here? What are they looking at? Okay, so it benefits us to be more social. It We should have more positive, happy moments than negative ones. It's the concepts that now I'm looking at. And the numbers are great, but it's what are we measuring that's important. So you guys let us know, how are we measuring What can we do better? How can we make this more happy? How can we make it more of a learning experience for you? Or if it is already that, please share that with us. It's so important that we hear from you. Our website's jenthebuilder.com. Again, post on your social media, share pictures, share a poem. We love poetry. Again, the hashtag is hashtag elevate and share. Well, you know us at Take the Elevator. We say look up and let's Elevate. elevate. Every day